Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. want to give a big shout out to Williams Tire, Nobles Networking, Red Circle, all the corporate sponsors. Thank you all so much. Uh, today's show is just going to be a shit show. I haven't done a drunk show in a while, and we're going to fix that real quick, like. Uh, one of, uh, I've got several really, really good friends here. Some you haven't heard on the podcast, and some you have. But uh, we really were just getting together today because uh, the main man sitting in front of me, Mr. Uh, David McMahon, had a song come out today, and we went and played uh, 18 Holes of Golf. Uh, we ended up befriending some lesbians who beat the shit out of us in golf. And uh, anyway, David, say hello and tell them what the name of the new song that just dropped. What's up? What's up? Uh, yeah, it's called uh, Whiskey Over Wine. Uh, it came out today. It's on uh, Spotify. Having a little trouble with Apple Music, but it'll be fuck there soon. Apple. I mean, not if you're me. Apple, I like you. But for him, fuck you. That's right. That's right. They make me look cool. Hey, they always give me a hard time. Fuck them. Because of you, not because of what they do for me. That's right. Uh, next to him, goddamn, if you've ever seen the, the uh, what is the, the Jack Links commercials? The Messing with Sasquatch? Messing with Sasquatch. Sasquatch? <laughs> this show is also brought to you by Tequila today. Uh, Mr. Avery Willis. Avery's first time on the show. We'll be gentle. No, you won't. I know better than that. It wouldn't be fun, Avery, if I was fucking I nice. Mean, who, who's in here is actually nice. Uh, JD, the guy uh, sitting next okay. to you. JD Neesmith, uh, our resident conspiracy theorist. Uh... <laughs> Lizard man, where fuck, chemtrails. Uh, how's that cryptocurrency doing for you right now? It's doing all right. It could be better. Market crash. Fuck the market. Yeah, fuck the market. Uh, get closer to your mic. Jack that last pod all the way up. All right, JD, say something else. I'm not going. I'm not stopping it. Just say something else. Yo, it's JD in the building. Just keep going. I don't know. I think I don't. That wire must be bad or something. Say something else. Mm-hmm. We out here trying to make a good podcast for my boy, Josh Terry. There you go. That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> Next to him, the man with the best back in the building. Oh, how you doing? Cody Wiggins, my best friend since a baby. Uh, I don't know why the fuck he's here. He really has nothing to do with this. He was coming home this weekend for a baby shower that we both got to go to tomorrow. And I was like, I want to see my friend. So I'm here. So he's here. So just going to be part of it. Uh, you got your guitar? I do. Why don't you go ahead and get your guitar out? Sure, sure. We're, we'll start it off like that. We'll, we'll kick off the show with you playing your new song, and then we're just going to bullshit until we get tired of bullshitting. By the way, will y'all please tell him how nice his hair looks coming out of that thing? Wonderful. Listen, on the, easy. Uh, on easy. The, on the golf cart today? <laughs> with the PBR how thin? Hat. How thin is that hair on top? It's, it's not. It's not? T- oh, you, you're self-conscious about it. My bad. <laughs> It's because you. It's because you wore them cowboy hats for all the years. I literally have no chance. Every male on both sides of the family's bald. I haven't had hair since sixteen. You haven't had hair since I shaved it. That was sixteen. It was. It was like he's first person ever shaved my head. Uh, No, when you took it off when we was on the golf course, I tried not to say anything because I was like I hadn't drank enough yet to where I thought it'd be funny to mess with your insecurities. I I realized how bad it got not too long ago. My wife braided my hair and just just messing around. And she took a picture of the braid, and I looked just north of the braid, and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. When did that get there? When did that get that bad? But, it, it, yeah, it's, 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 I'm losing it, but I'm going to keep it hidden as long as I can. 
You better fucking do something else, my friend. Put on more cowboy hats. No. <laughs> yeah, leave that alone. I don't know what looks worse. What you got? Are you just gonna? You gonna have to shave it? Cause there's no Eventually way. There's no way out. you're gonna do the fucking horseshoe. No, God no. No, no you gotta God get bald. It's gonna have to happen eventually. It'll probably be good. Bald is beautiful. I mean, some of us wear it very well. On you, it's beautiful. Uh, I don't think I would look right with hair at this point, though. I've not had hair for so long. I don't know how the fuck. If I did, I'd want it to look like Avery's. Though. Avery's got a fucking mane. Yeah. I just, I, I actually just cut off about five inches, about a, about six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, something like that. If you would give me your hair, like, and I could have my beard the way it is with your hair, nobody's getting pussy in this world besides <laughs> me. I will look like fucking well, still fat Thor, but it, it would look, it would look good. Uh, it's it's a it's a version of Thor. That's all that matters, right? Man, that's right. They're gonna get my hammer either way. So, <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, before we get into where fuck we're gonna get into, you have played me nothing but bangers and stuff all day. Um, Thank you. What's great about David? David before the show got to be fucking anything. He's probably the first. I think you were third show. I'm thinking your second or third show that I ever did. And uh, ever since October, me and him been buddies. And uh, I'm glad to see you doing well. And uh, I've done nothing but compliment him all day, and I mean it. He's in fucking seven, eight months. You've grown a lot musically. Thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm proud of you, dude. So let it. let them hear this gasoline you got. Yeah, again, this one's called uh, Whiskey Every Wine. It's my new one out. Like you ain't got nothing to hide 
picture at the bar ordering something that just ain't but tonight she's taking whiskey over Killer, dude. Oh shit! Let me get my fat ass back. Man, over. I, I love that song, dude, because I feel like it's just a, compared to my last release with time and it have some such a uh, heavy rock influence behind it, and then being able to go and record this one with the red dirt Texas country groovy sound to it really shows like the way I came up and the influences that I had, and I, and then figuring out myself as an artist. Like I, we were talking about earlier with listening from um, Stained to Garth Brooks every day. Being able to find that happy medium and put out both, I feel like just explains myself as a person and as an artist. Well, I just think you're getting to know you. Definitely. I, I think you're figuring out what works for you and how you're authentic. Definitely. Yeah, like I said, like I was talking about earlier, like I feel like with time, my last release, um, that Which I found fucking, my sound. That's a banger, And though. now I'm honing that sound in. That's That's the way I feel. Well, I mean, from the first time we talked anyway, like, it's it almost felt like you were trying to do Co Wetzel. You weren't doing you. Oh, I was it, so big into him at that time. That, that, yeah, yeah. He, he drew such an influence on me because I got into him big. And then being able, like, right before COVID hit, going to his show at Tallahassee at the Moon and being able to get on his bus and talk to him and his bandmates, like, it just sent me through the roof, dude, like. I was so happy and so influenced heavily by being able to meet somebody like that and then him listen to my music and, and give me advice and Mason and Otis and Shiloh and all of them sit there and talk to me one-on-one. -on -one. They're like, yeah, I was, that is like what heavily influenced me to really chase this was his sound. For How sure. many drugs was on that bus? Too many. God, I want to get on that bus. Too many. I just remember, Co. at one point I remember having two solo cups in my hand not knowing what's in either one and gives drinking both of them. That's how that's how a summary of the night went. He looks like he has the most fucking fun on social media. Of oh, yeah. You can just tell like he's like, fuck it, cancel me. Yeah. Did y'all see the video where he's pissing and he says I'm not a cowboy? Dude, that was so funny. Oh my god. I missed that one. Oh, he's fucked up. Like good <laughs> and fucked up. He's and got he, the cowboy hat on. Yeah, and he's sitting at the urinal and somebody says something to him. And I don't know how much y'all drink, but I've been in this mindset before <laughs> to where you just you just think something's a good idea. Like, this is how you're talking. Like, in your head, it's like, it's, 
I get it. So they said something to him. He turns around at his camera and says, well, maybe I'm not a cowboy. <laughs> oh, shit. And I'm like, oh, I fucking like him so much. Yeah. Such a cool dude, man. This is a genuine. He guy. just doesn't seem like he's like, like the any way of it he bothering. is on what you see on Instagram and all that is the way he is when you meet him. That's what I love about yeah, him. He don't get caught up in the mainstream much. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. he is co true and true down to the bone. Like that's just who he is. He is himself. And I'll, that's what I admire most. I think that's why he's just murdering everything he touches yeah. right now, too. Oh, yeah. sure. Well, you know he pulled that that we-don't-give-a-shit attitude, his big, with all that ragweed influence from him. Yeah. yeah. And so, Cody, Cody, you know, there's a few interviews where Cody Canada pulls him off to the side. He's like, man, I know you act like you don't give a shit, but I know you really do, but keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, okay. So, no, I don't and think I, he Dude, I'm, I'm 100% glad he's doing what he's doing because it's – basically redefining music because he's just like hey i'm gonna do what i do well it's a whole you don't like it we were talking about this earlier when he was playing golf it's not a genre for it no nope. like i know they nope. call it country grunge but it's nope. not a fucking genre nope. it's, it's not like we had uh you had like in the 60s and 70s you had a heavy uh blues influence into the music and then 90s got here and it was southern rock and now it's like this and you're like I don't know what it fucking is, but I dig it. It all right. goes back to that Texas scene because that even back then yep. in the Canadian ragweed days, that Texas scene was so much different. And without social mm-hmm. media back then, the world didn't get to see it. Mm-hmm. So then now you got a new age guy like Co, who's drawing influences from that, as well as their Nirvana and the harder rock stuff and all that all blended together. It's something that the world hasn't got to see yet because back when those guys were originally oh, yeah. doing it, there wasn't yeah. social media. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I ain't going to lie to you. Like, I still don't know a shit ton of cross-Canadian ragweed. And I don't – and I, I, I'm good on troubadours. Like, I'm good on turnpike. turnpike that's yeah, I, but I'm still not probably as well-versed as people who really like them. Like, I, I'm I re- sure that's personal taste. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, but some of it's so – I mean, I just haven't got to it yet, though. Uh, well, like, the te- when the you Texas do – guys are coming out, though. Oh, yeah. When you get All that, of them. that whole turnpike – you better just stay away from the alcohol because it's gonna make no, you feel. Fuck that! It's gonna make you feel so uh, so that, much more deeper and it. I, man, it's that we fucking like that. Good Lord Lori. Oh. oh yeah. Oh. Brr, oh yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. What? All right. Do y'all know the deal with Miranda breaking them up? Yeah. I don't know. So somebody Evan, tell me. Y'all would say Evan, her and Evan were in a relationship or something along those lines, and from I don't know if I don't know how much validations behind this or. She apparently is the one who really fucked Evan's mind up more than what it already was. I mean, because even before Miranda, you know, you can go back and listen to the the earlier albums and go, oh, wow. And then when he he comes back and then Miranda's here and then it's like, oh, shit. Like, it's probably that classic thing of like, you know, I'm sure he already had his own demons Mm -hmm. and all. And then him and Miranda got together and it was a good thing, but it was toxic, I'm sure. Oh, and yeah. it just kind of ruined it for the both of yeah. them. Well, she, she had, like, he had to be before Blake, right? Or was it after? right I, after Blake? I want to say it was after. Yeah, right after. Because when did Turnpipe break up? It was, it was, was like two or three years. Or oh, yeah, I would say it wasn't, but like three or four years ago at oh, most. Yeah. Okay. Well, they were they were all good, but they'd get on stage, and Evan wasn't able to, you know, he wasn't remembering lyrics. He was so drunk. You know, it was a lot of stuff. But now, you know, there's a lot of releases that he's out of rehab. He's sober, 
he's back, you know, writing and playing and stuff. So the fact that he's doing that is doing a whole, you know, everybody's like, all right, so when's the next Turnpike album? When's the Turnpike shows? And I'm sitting here like, all right, who's loading up? We're going to Texas you, or Oklahoma to go see these guys. Do you realize what he's going to write about fucking Miranda? Oh. Oh, man. Holy yeah. fuck. It'd be no different than if it was like Jason Isbell, you know? Bitch. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, you – they – it's the same thing. You got to be careful what you say around guys like that because, or any situation or something, you're you're going to end up in a song. I don't understand <laughs> how more people are not obsessed with Isabel. I don't either. I don't get it. Stay well, away because I'll I'll eat up every ticket that I can anytime my I God. can. God, like that was, I can't remember it was last year, COVID. Of course it was. That's why I couldn't go. I was trying to figure out. I had bought tickets to go see him in Atlanta, and it'd been the first time I saw him. Couldn't go because of COVID. Son of a bitch. He's doing nine nights. Nine at, at the Ryman. Ryman. Yeah, I saw In it. October. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's gonna be hard, <laughs> hard for me not to buy one. Yeah. I don't like his new album that much. The one that came out uh, around March last year. Uh, yeah, I know which one you're talking it's about. Very, uh, it's very hippie. It's not his best. It's, well, it's very hippie. They, you know, Dave Cobb even said, you know, it's Jason though. Yeah. It's, it's who he is because he's pulling everything – it's like going back in the, the conversation of Co. He's got all, so many different influences. He's like, all right, so we're going to do some Floyd in this song. We're going to do a little bit of blues in this one. We'll go some bluegrass here. You know, we'll just kind of throw it all around. And have that's you, have him you pulling to on. Jason uh, not that I can I'm think of. Fuck you up. Oh. Uh, Elephant. You play the whole southeastern record. I'll download it. Oh, I mean, my God. The whole southeastern record. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the, is that the one that's got a. Uh, that's got Elephant, Cover Me Up. God. Uh, the Morgan uh, Wallen song Well it's not Morgan Wallen uh, Morgan, Morgan Wallen does cover me up You was talking about that the other day Jason uh, Isbell uh, yeah, yeah okay But yeah, It's been out for years Yeah when Morgan Mor- covered when it When Morgan does it yeah. It's good It's very very good But when Jason does it You fucking Feel it Yeah You yeah. don't know what that bitch went through And I tell you That, that one right here Elephant Elephant's yeah. the one In Flyover States And uh, Flagship yeah. He just doesn't have a yeah. It's poet oh, It's so good Yeah It was John Prine I mean, you you think about I, it. That's I, I, who I he pulls so much from. I did not get into John Prime no. until the past year. Like, I, and I'm still. It's one of those. It's still hard to get into. He's one of those guys that when you get into him, it's you don't you don't get into him when you're still trying to figure yourself out. You yeah. get into John Prime when you've gone through everything in life, and you're like, oh shit, this guy's sitting here speaking about everything that he's been through, and now he's just telling you his story. That's facts, right? And it's like, oh, Montgomery shit. is his song, right? Angel from Montgomery. Yeah, yeah. Now that one right here, yeah. that's a fucking banger. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't care. My, Angel oh, yeah. from Montgomery is grown. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what fuck we're going to talk about on this podcast. I figure we all be drunk. By <laughs> Back now. on Isbell, though, the last of my kind is probably oh, my God. favorite song. Dude, that dude, that and, is such a good oh, song. God, that the Nashville Sound album's. Really, really good. That's the one that's got anxiety and vampires yep. on it, yep. right? Yeah. Anxiety is brutal. Oh yeah. Just turn Jason fucking Isbell on. <laughs> I mean, that's just you yeah. don't have to yeah. explain it. Uh, do you you know who the high women are? Yeah, because his wife's in it. Why? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So before the album came out, he they released a video. It was like uh, his wife's name Amanda, right? Yep. Yeah. Amanda was on stage. And Jason was uh, on stage with Brandy Carlisle and everybody right. from the High Women, and uh, he's like, uh, "I wrote this gay country song." 
<laughs> and like I'm watching the video and I'm like, oh fuck, Jason Isbell's gonna get fucking canceled. <laughs> like I'm just expecting the absolute worst fucking things to come out of his mouth right now. And um, and he, I didn't realize when he said it that Brandy Carlisle was gay. I did. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. So he wrote the song for her from her point of view. And uh, anyway, it's called um, "If She Ever Leaves Me." Holy mm. shit! I don't that know if I've, I don't know if I've heard that. I one. Heard that? Oh, y'all haven't? I uh, literally like one of the lines in the song. It's a woman talking about a woman, and it's like uh, they're out at a bar drinking, having a good time, and all this bullshit. And uh, this cowboy comes up and is trying to take her girlfriend. But I think like the way they play it, it's like they're not together together, but you know, they fuck around or something like that. And um, my favorite line in it is, um, cowboy, that's too much cologne. She likes perfume. <laughs> and it, and it's like, oh. Ouch. Like, oh, shit. Like, so. Ouch. And Brandy Carlisle's a beast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, she, that whole setup of the high woman is just phenomenal they're so good they're so good their cover of the chain is probably one of my oh favorites my uh, well they redid too yeah. uh the song uh from the highway men yep they redid it yep it was good yep like it was good oh yeah it's good but the, if she ever leaves, i play it i promise y'all when you hear if she ever leaves me knowing that jason isbell wrote it oh, you're yeah. like this is fucking girl like this is an isbell song um but yeah i just I like it. I like it. Uh, what do you got going on now, Avery? Since Man, we- right now, you know, I'm still still going through everything that I went through with my mom back in November. Um, but slowly getting over that chapter of everything. Getting back into music. Um, kind of had to put a lot of things on hold. Uh, about to get all my stuff back in Nashville. About to start getting, hopefully getting back on the road. Getting my, getting my face back in Nashville, really. But... Other than that, building a you know home studio down in Statesboro to give more of a, a studio aspect, so I can start getting back into doing bass tracks. I'm also trying to want to get it to where I can provide a local spot for a lot of local musicians that don't have anywhere to rehearse. Because you go Atlanta, Nashville, all these other bigger cities, and they've got plenty of places, plenty of places they can sit down. They can go in, they can go, hey, look, you know, I'll 150 bucks, I need three hours worth of just rehearsal space. Man, there's so many bands that can't start up down in this area because they have nowhere to go. Amen. And so I'm like, you know, look, if I can, if I can take something, turn it into a studio, give these guys a place to rehearse, and it's not really going to be something that's... Something that's gonna hurt me, yeah. But help the area, which there's a lot of other ideas I've got going on. But I'm in the middle of that, and hopefully I'll have that done right here in the next couple months. And well, Susan, you need help, or yeah, absolutely, I got a lot of extra shit. Hey. That that's what we're gonna do. Like I've right. got several extra rooms back there, yeah. and we're gonna end up having a full production studio. I'm probably not. The best demo version right. of a, of something. The highest quality you can get right. without going to fucking ruckus room or right. or something. Like yeah, yeah. Best you can do. Like right. in this area is what I'm yeah. what I'm going for. Um but you're right. Like there's so many talented musicians right. that are in Georgia and they just don't have a fucking place to go. No. You, you spend twenty minutes on TikTok and you look up Georgia musicians and all of a sudden you're like 
Fuck. There's a lot of man. Yes. There's there's a lot around Statesboro. There's a lot of bands. They have nowhere to go. They have nowhere to rehearse. So then they get up on stage and they're like trying to figure each other out there instead of you know scrounging up a hundred bucks together. You go sit in a room for four hours to be able to rehearse for four hours worth of music, and then they get to start really exploring to be who they are. You yeah. know, and then I that was something when I was coming up and you know in that scene down there, we didn't have. Man, we practiced in storage units. We practiced wherever we could, and we can get a we can get an outlet and a couple hours to where we could get in there and just hash it out. Well, that's what like, and we it hadn't really been that way yet. But that's what I wanted a lot of everything here to be. Right, was just a a safe haven, and I guess would for lack of better words, for musicians just to come and create. Right, like, that's what I want to do. Like, I don't even know if you write. I've never even asked you. Well. With everything that's gone on within the past couple of years, it's been something that I've gotten started messing around with, but it's not something that I'm very good at. It's a yeah. good release. Yeah, it's something, even if it doesn't make sense to anybody else, but I've written it out on a piece of paper, I've typed it out in a note in a phone or, you know, whatever it may be. It's like, mm, you know, this feels this feels good. You'd be I, surprised you know, at oh, yeah. what your feelings and your emotions and your thoughts can translate over to other I people. I believe it. Hey, I'm just saying, I'm very bad at it. Like, uh, I'm more of concepts. I can come up with good concepts. Right. And I can put it down, but then it has to be super fine-tuned. Right. Like me and Tucker, uh, he, he'll not steal. He'll sit here and tell me. He's like, I saw what you put on Facebook. I've turned into a song. <laughs> like, usually when I'm fucked up. Like, I'll, right. get, I'll get drunk, and I'll write something out, and it's, I just like writing. It's just it's loose right. thoughts. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. Just, it's such a good release. Yeah. yeah. Some of it don't make no goddamn sense. I fell asleep like a month ago, blacked out, blacked up, phone on, like notepad, and like I wake up the next morning, and it was where I had started something, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I was feeling before I went to bed, <laughs> and I don't know who wrote this bullshit in my phone, but I was sad. <laughs> I, was, I was, I was missing somebody. That was drunk Josh. Yeah, drunk Josh is a cocksucker. <laughs> They be putting me in some weird fucking situations. Uh, no, I just, I like it. I like just to, to put something down. Absolutely. We went on uh, uh, his little brother's, which is like my little brother too, but his actual stepbrother's bachelor trip back in November. And I got emotional because uh, I was thinking about telling my friend goodbye. And like, but from the aspect of when you, when you graduate high school, you got to tell your friends bye. And then when they get married, got to fucking tell them goodbye again. But then when they pass, it's a whole nother goodbye, right? So, like, I had wrote, like, this long thing. He had up. a good idea. That's good. It, it, it he was, had it a was, really it, good it, idea. It was, it's telling your friend goodbye. Yeah. And, uh, and like, I don't I don't know. Like, it just something hit me at the time, and I was like. But I no, thought, we, we, we was a lot of alcohol in. A lot. I mean. I don't even Woke know what, up chugging. I don't even know what the words were. <laughs> like, I know what the concept was. But I don't even know what the fucking words were. But it's also like, a, I guess it's hindsight. It's just like me and you talking earlier when we were talking about the Luke Combs song, Six Feet, of, uh, Six Feet Apart. I think that they completely, ru not ruined it, I think they missed the best aspect of that song with the grave being six, six feet down and how they how somebody didn't put in that we're six feet apart. Well, hindsight's 30-30. Yeah, though. it's like, okay, well, maybe they just, maybe it just slipped. But I know that my dumb ass, if I thought of it, I couldn't have been the only one that damn thought of it. 
I think they only did that song just because of COVID. They did only do it because it's I mean, about COVID. Because everything said six feet apart. Stay six feet apart. Six feet apart. I love. I don't think calls. they ever pushed it to to what you're saying. Yeah, but people died exactly. from COVID. I, I I I get that, but I don't think that's what they were going at. I got you. I, know, I, get I mean, I, I know exactly where where you're going with it, and yes, that would have. But I always think that shit about songs, though. Yeah. I don't know. I'm weird. If it ain't morbid, I don't fucking <laughs> like it. Like, I want your song to make me cry. Oh, yeah, and that's, I feel like that's like 75, 80% of listeners nowadays. Yeah. Is they want that, that shit that hits them in the chest. Yeah. They don't. I mean, yeah, everybody likes a good drinking song. Everybody likes to have a good party upbeat song. Yeah. But most people... You know, you're gonna, they're gonna want something that's gonna well, make I, them connect to well, it. Well, I feel like even now, when like an artist that's more of a poppy artist comes up with something real, uh, example, Sam Hunt. I love that dude. Sam Hunt has a fucking love song called 2016. Yes, sir. 2000, because it's Sam not Hunt. My never, no, not my style. Not my style. So you've heard it. You, I'll, I'll play. We're gonna write down a song list. And we got two songs <laughs> played for now. 2016 should have been recorded way differently than it was recorded. But when you fucking listen to it, Sam Hunt's been through some shit. And that's why I can kind of like vibe with some of it. But he's got a line in that fucking song. It's like, uh, what? It, I thought I wanted my freedom, but it turns out now that chasing dreams and lonely women isn't freedom after. Like, it's. You're like Sam Hunt, right? You can get mad at that dude for his sound all yeah. you want to, and I'm totally okay with that. You can sit there and yeah. hear Sam Hunt's um, body like a background and be like, that shouldn't be on country radio. Yeah, I, That's fine. You're, I respect that opinion 100%, but I'm not going to get mad at a dude for putting out the sound and the music yeah. that he grew up in. He grew up in a mixed neighborhood. He grew yeah. up with both, both influences. I expect him to put out something real. Like if he went and did a, a Luke Holmes record that was just shit kicking country, yeah. I'd be disappointed because that's not him. And he's I, I respect him so much for doing what is him. And yeah. it falling on pop charts or it falling on country charts is just the way it falls. You, he you know, he ain't forcing shit on either way. You know why I respect him? Because he got a DUI driving backwards down Broadway in that street. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. That's the most outlaw shit you can do. And I am here fucking for it. Like, of all the people you hear. That's also a reason why I like Morgan, though. He probably drove backwards just because he knew every curve like the back about, of his hand. Oh, look at you. Ah, oh, genius. Ah, oh, look at you. Comedian. <laughs> Barely jokes to me. Um, you just keep writing good ass music. Uh, That's the goal. Yeah, I mean, fuck. But it's it's that way with everybody now. Like even it's all cookie cutter. I like the people. That's why I like your music, right? Is because it's not. It's something. It's redefining. I think the outlaw, the outlaw generation of musicians isn't over with. I think it died for a little while or yeah. went away because everybody was just too concerned with money. Yeah. But now it's like because of social media and because of mainly Texas artists, if you ask me. Selling out arenas and shit, and not having to have record deals. You people are going back and doing what the fuck they want to again Those instead of doing what they have to. Well, game, man. Play, man, places like places like this, places like just you know, we talked earlier about how you know we, nobody has CD players anymore. Everybody yeah. and how you know streaming kind of hurt, but it it's also extremely helped a lot of people. I mean, before 
streaming come around and everybody had a studio in their closet at their house, how were you able to get music out to everybody besides print a CD or burn a CD off on your computer at home and go stand on the street corner and hand it out to whoever you could? Yes. Now you can yeah. take it and you can put it out now, how you wherever get you that want CD to. to somebody in, right. in, in Washington right. or Oregon. Well, that's, right. what I was, that's what I was saying. You go to your Amazon Music right. or your Apple Music or whatever. You've got a button right there that it says okay. share. Absolutely. And you can share it to Instagram, yep. Facebook, TikTok, Somebody on the other you know, side whatever. of the world can yeah, just I happen mean, to scroll by that and yep. click on that. And I, I shared stuff and that got Josh into stuff. I, he yeah, shared yeah, I stuff that got me into it. Yeah. And it's all because it's also your own, the Amazon Music, you have, you type in, say I type in your name. Right. It brings up your music. What's well, going to sh- tell me similar artist. Yep. Right. Well, I want to know, similar? all right, if you, if you sound like him. <laughs> Did he say similar? Shut up. <laughs> what, <laughs> singular and similar put together. You, you good. Salt. Similar. It's all if the same shit. <laughs> I see your name on his, then I'm gonna click on you for sure. And guess Absolutely. what? And then I've heard a whole Spotify's the same way when you scroll down on an artist thing. that says people who like this artist also yep. like that, yes. And that's I love that. That is literally how that's the I big discovered thing with, with it. That is literally how I discovered Co Wetzel and Parker McCullen because somebody showed me Tyler Childers. I was listening to Childers. Yep. And it was like artists you may like, yep. and Co was right here with fucking February twenty eighth. Isn't that awesome that it connects Childers with Co? That's two opposite, two ends totally different of genres. Ends of, oh yeah, but they're the same type of artist. They have that, that same, same sense. Absolutely, they have the same. that independent, raw, just doing well, what they you, want, if, and doing themselves. If you go oh, back, yeah. if you go back and listen to like uh, Waylon, Johnny, Willie, all of them, right? None of their stuff sounds the same. No, they right. all have a different sound to them and I think that's what's going on now I think how country went pop for a little while I think it's redefining itself and uh, the men are just going balls to the wall but I tell you the women right now are the ones that are completely changing it they're crushing like, it under oh the radar God, too yeah. like it's under the radar when, like, I wish they were getting a little bit more notoriety when Ashlyn Craft when people more people hear her stuff she's, she's so good good man. God yeah. I met her at Blue Room she, we had played. It was uh, twenty nine end of twenty nineteen. She had opened for John, and they were supposed to be outside, but they actually moved everything inside, and we played inside after John. It was really confusing how that whole situation worked. <laughs> it was like John played, and then they got off the stage, and then we got on the stage and went back out. I was like, kind of feel like John opened up for us, but we know that wasn't the, the situation. But yeah, I talked Ashland then, and man. And to see, because what she was it, the voice, American Idol, she was one of those yeah, she was on. Voice. And I saw her there, and that's where I heard her. I was like, you know, at some point in time, she's going she's gonna to pop off. Yeah. And, you know, and then now that she's went in, she's done these covers with, like, Mechanics Wanted, with Wallen's Band and stuff like that. Man, the more and more, every time you turn around, Ashlyn Craft's right there. And, I mean, she's going to be. I feel like she's the already Casey starting. Musgraves and all, oh, yeah. like the girls like that, especially her in general, paved a, paved a big road for some. I think they did. I think the one that started it all, though, I think was uh, Ashley McBride. I think Ashley. Oh yeah, she's so. Good. I think fucking Ashley coming along and saying, "Fuck you guys." Yeah, 
Is I am who I am. I saw her open for Eric Church in 2017 before I knew who she was, and a lot of people knew who she was, and she just came out and just kicked ass. Like, I mean, just put on a show like she was number one on the charts already, dude. Like, she crushed it. I'm telling you, uh, I went, Lee Tucker invited me to his fucking, the first time I got ranked in top 100 on, on podcasts in the world. Lee called me and he was like, "You're you cannot miss this. I'll I'll make sure you get in with us. But come on, you got to come now. Come out to Nashville. There's a writers round that Kristen Kelly was putting on that night. I remember seeing your story. And oh, yeah, he's like, you can't fucking tell nobody who's gonna be there. I remember. That. But come on, because once they announce it, there's gonna be a line outside the fucking door. And it was uh, Dylan Carmichael, who I'm obsessed with, Ashley McBride. Uh, Ashlyn Craft, Allie Colleen, Kristen mm. Kelly. I mean, it was the best lineup for a writer's round I've ever been to. And even, like, the people that was, like, on the first tier of it, bangers. I mean, it didn't matter what they played. It was bangers. And it was everybody likes Kristen Kelly. So it was, like, a little celebration for her for her new stuff coming out. And uh, I heard Ashlyn Craft play this song. It's called S.O.B. Our son of a bitch. Like she actually spells it out. A son of a bitch. And oh my God. I don't know if y'all have heard it, but it's talking about him dating or her dating somebody. And the person that she's dating, she's pretty much saying, the only thing wrong with you and the reason why we're not getting married is because you're a son of a bitch. <laughs> like talking about how she can't stand her fucking mama, like the old dude's mama. Damn. Come on in and have a seat. We're, we're recording, but come on in and have a seat. Is that, what is that? Like a ukulele. A ukulele. Yeah, holy hell. Uh, but, no, I'm telling you, like, the first time I saw her, it was, I was blown away. But then, out of nowhere, Allie Colleen, she just does her thing, and I'm, like, heart beating out my fucking chest. I was like, ooh. <laughs> like, you too. You've opened my eyes big time to her. She is phenomenal. Uh, She's special. And I'll tell you, you knew the song today. And I was so surprised that you knew Casey Tinsdale's song, yes, uh, Middleman. Holy, that whole group. But they're anger. all friends. That's what's cool. Oh, really? Is, yeah, like they're all buddies. So, Lainey Wilson and all them. I don't know yeah. if you heard I that. Saw yeah, her. Yeah. I saw her. Lainey she opened Wil- up for yeah. uh, Frank Foster. I saw her at a writer's round not too long ago. Yeah, she's got that song, A Things a Man Ought to Know. Mm-hmm. Dude. And the whole time I'm listening to that song, I'm like, God damn, what else do I need to know? She opened up for I... Frank Foster in Woodstock at like the Brick House. Yeah. And Miss Sloan, she signed she worked she was on stage, did her show, then came out and worked her her uh, merchandise. Yeah. She was out there talking to Sloan. Dude, Matt McKinney did the same thing at the Trey Lewis show, dude. He he was out there taking pictures, talking yeah. to everybody, that's dude. A, that's that's yeah, yeah, and we we really appreciated that. We we don't know if she was gonna make it big. You don't get many artists that no, that, that'll don't. do that. You well, don't. Like even Matt now. Matt is like everybody in Nashville wants to write with him. Oh, I bet. And I it bet. all because and Matt McKinney was a badass before he Absolutely. wrote Get Down in Dallas. And th- sad thing is. Trey Lewis was too. Right. Yeah. Trey Lewis. He really does have some. He has a lot of really good songs. Yeah. And it's just that song. It, yeah. It's, yeah. You know what's funny? I saw, I, saw, I saw Matt McKinney post uh, on uh, Facebook the Billboard. Billboard had sent them the number one, uh, whatever. Yeah, the record. Whatever. It was right. cool. Like, yeah. Silver record. Album oh, yeah. or whatever. And he was like, 
He was apologizing to his parents, but it was like in a funny way. It was like a funny way. It's like mom and dad. I know y'all spent a whole lot of fucking money on me to become a musician, and this, the, this is the first this song is that my I get number one. one. This is it. Dick down in That's Dallas. Great. That's fucking because yeah. his parents, I guess, from what someone else told me, they might fucking not be anything like this. But this is what I was just told. The real reserved. Real conservative. Oh, I can man. see that in him. I can see oh, but Matt that. is just, Matt's fucking gold. And uh, there's people that he's working with now, ever since he signed his deal. Um, I was telling, we were talking about was playing golf. Just the impact and how different your music sounds after you get put with other people. Uh, Hannah Dasher. I, oh, I love Hannah. God. Hannah used to date uh, my boy Tyler. So that's how we got to know her. Like she's a she's a fucking that new beast. record is fucking. She's, she's a beast, so good. but she was never as good as what she is now. But like she got to fucking hang out with Dolly and pick yeah. Dolly's ear a couple weeks yeah. ago, and then she's writing with these people that have wrote with massive. So it kind of makes you think, like, you know what? I'm I'm not that bad at what I do. I'm just poor. <laughs> well, I'm like, Honestly, I'm, yeah. like, I'm, I'm pretty fucking good songwriter. If you give me some goddamn money, hey. but put me in a room with Ding yeah. Dylan. One of us yeah. is gonna make a number one hit. You know, yeah. exactly. I'm gonna give you. Hey, I'm gonna give you one line. You have to make write the rest of the song. Well, man, That's how take, this is going like, to go. We were talking about earlier. You take "It Ain't Tonight," my first single, yeah, produced here in McRae, which thank God for Chuck because I never would have chased this if it wasn't yeah. for him and him oh. producing that. <laughs> but and then you go to to. Uh, Nashville yeah. with uh, shout out Jake Parshall and Grady and Frank at Fudge Mastering and all them and you go over there and do something with them and it just it brings you to a whole nother level when you get in with musicians and producers and Absolutely. engineers like that like it just Chuck Hutchinson down in McRae is about the best in this area for doing what he does I'm, for I'm sure. learned, I love, I've I like, learned a lot from Chuck I like, I like here, the fuck out of you. now if yeah. you call that son of a bitch on the phone and you tell him you have a problem <laughs> he's gonna walk you through Every fucking step to where you just like I'm just gonna deal with the problem and alternative steps. Good oh, God, yeah. but I love it. He's he's yeah. cool. We have uh, we drank a couple beers in here and talk shit. He likes to get deep into politics. Oh, yeah, good God, yes, sir. I love politics, and I'm just he's like he's an intelligent dude. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, he is. man. I, there's been a lot guy. of times me and Chuck's been up finished up shows, and we'll sit out there in the parking lot for two and a half, three hours after the fact, and I'm like, all right, look, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. We <laughs> yeah, just played a four-hour show. I'm ready to go to the house. Half, yeah. you're, you're, you're in it. Like, oh, yeah. You're you're, in it. You don't realize. Oh, yeah. And then you're finally like, dude, oh, yeah. I've been talking to this dude for that yeah. long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's very, he's very, very smart with what he's talking about. He's very in-depth. I mean, he's not going to come at you with half-ass information. Fuck no, no. 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 He's on point everywhere oh, yeah. around. No, he's... Yeah, you better know your end of your story before you go to Chuck. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. He'll correct you. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you. Real quick. One of the longest shows that I've done was the first time I had Chuck in here. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and it was back in the old room before we even moved everything up here to have more room. And I don't even know what we talked about, but we didn't even get to the point of what the fucking show was about. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, we talked like two and a half hours about everything besides why the fuck he came here. That's <laughs> wonderful drunk talk, man. Oh, God. That's what people... You I, never get to the point. I, there's been so many people message me, and they were like, when is the next drunk show? You haven't done a drunk show in a while. And I was like, well, first off, nobody likes to drink as much as me. <laughs> and then you get somebody like Tyler Branch's bitch ass... Tyler, oh, they, I, love, they, I love you. Them stories take forever. I, I don't Tyler, know. I love you too, but... Tyler will start a fucking story. and He goes it, in very good detail. As a songwriter, you know, you got to... You, 
right. devil's in the details. Like right. you got to, you want to have paint a picture in somebody's mind oh, of there. what they're listening to. It's there. he don't fucking paint a picture. This bitch paints a picture and writes a novel. Like, <laughs> there is nothing like I know what color the walls are in his fucking dreams. Like he's yeah, this is girl I saw her man, and there was this like this black backdrop on the wall, and then there was a popcorn ceiling, and there was a fucking she had a studio light pointing towards her. He's like, what's the story about Tyler? So where I, are I we got going? this question, yeah. and then go back to music. When when you go to do a song or whatever, I don't know much about music. Oh no uh, shit. <laughs> 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 Does everybody tell the story? Of where the song come from before they start it? Some people do. I mean, like in a writer's round, uh, more of that for sure. I've yeah, seen it sure. a lot coming here. That's yeah. why I was just wondering. I'm yeah, a like, lot of yeah, go ahead, go. Uh, as a songwriter, like I feel like some songs don't need explaining, and then sometimes you want to explain it because there might be a twist or it. a play on words or something that people yeah. can get crossed up. And sometimes you want to explain it, or if it's like a heartfelt song, like if like um. If I took a song about my granddad, who I was pretty much, I was my dad growing up, and he passed away in 2017 because of ALS. Um, like, if I wrote a song about him, then I would want to give a backstory on that. I got it. I got but it. But, like, with, like, my latest release, Whiskey Everyone, that, I don't have to explain that. You can, you can, you can tell what that's about. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, if you have a song that means so much to you and you want it to touch somebody the same way that writing that touched you, then for I, I see more artists giving a backstory. I mean, I like things. it. I just I, I, personally, I, if I'm I've sitting only in a writer's seen it round and, a, and an artist gives me a backstory on a song, I'm tuned in. Like yeah, I'm zoned right. in. Yeah. I'm going to listen to that song now that I know what is what's about to come. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. I feel like it, it, it definitely helps draw your attention in for sure. But like I said, some songs you don't even have to. Some songs explain themselves. Yeah, You're right. I, I like the ones that. Uh, Dylan Carmichael, he's got the one that fucking I'm obsessed with now. He's got to put on fucking city. It's called uh, I'm a son of a mama, son of a dad, son of parents that give a. I mean, it's fucking grown. But he starts in going into uh, Casey Bedford. Uh, him are writing a song together, and it's where he goes sits down, and um, Casey's getting ready to write. And he's like, I got an idea, uh, but you got to roll with me on this. He's like, I got it in my head. But it ain't gonna sound like worth a fuck until I get it all out. But you gotta listen to me. And uh, I love when you don't really know. I, I like when there's some twists and turns in it, and it ends up having a completely different meaning than what you originally thought it was gonna have. I love that shit. Kathleen's a good example of that. Fuck like Kathleen. When you, when you, when <laughs> you're, you're don't, don't Spotify compliment. and you <laughs> see Kathleen, <laughs> and you're like, okay, that sounds like a old country song talking about old Kathleen girl or something then fuck Kathleen and you're like whoa okay yeah but let me tell you Lee Tucker and I love him and if he listens to this he's gonna be mad but fuck him he should have been here uh, he was so broken hearted like when that girl I got to see the heartbreak the breakup everything before he wrote Kathleen so like I remember him being at my fucking house crying and drunk, and us going out, and her showing up at a bar, and him walking out the back door, and like the guy that she was with, like coming up saying something, and me about knocking the fuck out of this guy, and uh, like Lee wouldn't let me. He's like, I don't want any more bullshit. I don't. Want, I just want it over He's and done with. I, I just my my heart's broke. I can't fucking take no more. And 
So when he actually put pen to paper, because he wanted to tell this girl to go fuck herself so bad, but he couldn't write a song talking about, hey, fuck you. <laughs> so like I remember him saying, you know what? I can't say fuck you, but I can say fuck your town. And then everybody's like, oh, yeah. fuck Kathleen. Well, you got to be hurt to like, <laughs> there's so many fun. artists that'll write a, a, a sad song or a diss song about somebody that broke their heart. You got to come from a bad place to be like fuck the whole town, like. Oh, you don't know. Lee that's Tucker. a heartfelt story. Tucker, there, hey, let me tell you, that's a vindictive little fucking. <laughs> when that bitch get mad, get the fuck out his way. He uh. Yeah, God. we ought to write a song. Oh, a song. What song mean you gonna write? Fuck <laughs> Yeah, we would. We'll get right on that. Um, have y'all ever heard like speaking of Lee Tucker? And I feel like every time we're talking about him being a dickhead, I have to tell this story. Y'all know the story about him in the back of the pickup truck? I don't think. Have so. you heard it? Mm. All right. So we went to a bar one night, and Uber came to get us, and there wasn't enough room for everybody. So, oh, yep. so we ended up, I don't know, some other guy who wasn't an Uber took us to my apartment in Macon, and brought her in the back of his truck. And the girl that I was dating at the time brought one of her friends. Her friend was a complete bitch. The entire, I'm talking about rude, snobby, mean. <laughs> Lee Tucker done had enough. By the time, <laughs> by, I, I by the time it was to go home, like he done, like, he'd try to be nice. He, he'd try to buy the girl some drinks when she didn't want anything. Like he's like, look, I ain't trying to take you home, sleep with you or nothing, you know. But just trying to be friendly. We're all at a fucking table, you know. She wouldn't take. None of anything he bought. She, he he was in the right, kind of. We get in the back of that truck, and Lee's, he's drunk. When he giggles, when his fat ass just starts giggling for no reason, he is hammered. And this girl says something about, I don't want to ride the back of this truck. And Lee looks at me, he's like, I'm finna cuss this bitch out. I'm finna hurt her goddamn feelings. She don't get her fat ass in this truck. And I'm like, oh, Lee, you can't do that. And he's like, whatever. She's got one more time to serve with. Girl says something to him, and Lee looked this bitch dead in her eyes. He said, look, you can't be big and have bad attitude. You can be one or the other, but you can't be goddamn both. And I fucking about fell out goddamn truck. He said, you can't be big and have a bad attitude. Be one or the fucking other. And it was, a, oh, my God. That girl got in her fucking car so fast when we got to her apartment. I'm pretty sure the girls dating had to leave, but everybody was laughing. They, I mean, because she had it coming. Rightfully so. She had it coming, but we never, we never imagined that it was going to be that fucking good. <laughs> Lee has the best, though. He pissed the songwriter <sighs> off. You're about to get hit with some shit that you ain't Oh, like, wait. He, he's got some, he's got oh, some no, bad I got, sayings. I got, I got some stuff that I, I'll, I'll play y'all that he ain't going to put out. That's fire. <laughs> He's got one, and Lee Tucker probably don't know how to throw a goddamn punch. I mean, he—I would have—he might like some Hawaiian punch, but that's about it. Like that's all he knows. I don't know. Lee would probably get pissed and be like one of them what crazy fuckers. What the fuck's fuckers. he gonna do? But he's like one of them crazy ones. It's, what is he gonna do? Right. He's a big boy. He might throw one of them haymakers. He might, he might throw on, one, but it's gonna be, be one. <laughs> he is not goddamn butter big. Hey, he's good. <laughs> hey, he's good for a minute. Anything after that, you got to go. <laughs> that bitch, when he's at the beach, he got drunk. And he already got mad at me. Between, uh, uh, about but, something. But, between the, him being pissed off the whole time? 
He was pissed off the entire fucking time we was at the beach. <laughs> we walked down on the beach, and the first thing he said, we just got there. We was walking out pineapple wheelies with our drinks. Me, him, and Dustin. He was mad. Like, Lee, for a fucking a solid week, was pissed the fuck off. <laughs> Y'all know why. Because they were saying at the beach. Yeah, we walked down on the fucking beach, and the first thing this bitch says is, mm. Sure was a lot of sand. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Dustin Heron are like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he was so fucking mad because the girls that we knew from Macon that were there had screen or had like FaceTime me. They saw us at Pineapple Willie's. They're like, "Hey, come down here, hang out with us for a little bit." So we was gonna walk down the beach. Well, they clearly zoomed in on Pineapple Willie's from where they were at. We did not. It was not Lee Tucker gonna tell you it's three miles. It was fucking like three football fields, maybe. But you know, walking in sand is a bitch. Oh, yeah. Lee was huffing and puffing <laughs> and mad. And we finally got there. We sat down with him and was hanging out for a little bit. And we got ready to go. He's out of drinks and everything. And Lee looks at me and Dustin here and he says, Look, I'm just going to walk back up the highway. Y'all get me a goddamn Uber. <laughs> <laughs> he was not going to walk back to that sand. But Dustin, Dustin fucked with him so hard he ended up he ended up getting up and uh, walking back. But he was just mean. He was mean as fuck the entire trip. He told one girl, not at the beach, but like a little bit before this, uh, Lee don't have, I don't know if, have you been drunk around him? Uh-uh. Okay. Lee, I mean, he's a man, so you know, he get a buzz, got one thing on his mind, and... Uh, he is not shy about putting his cards all on the table. If he knows he ain't got nothing to go home to, he will straight up ask a girl towards the end of the night. He'd be like, hey, so you going to go suck my dick while I watch South Park or what? Like, I'm getting, He'll do it. I swear to God, that bitch God, will. I've seen him do it. He's a funny song, bitch. God damn. When he gets pissed off, uh, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. But it's just like it's like a pissed off little baby. You're just like a baby get mad, throw a tantrum. This is what Lee Tucker. You're like, what the fuck are you really gonna do? <laughs> like, you're probably gonna load your shit up and leave. We don't want you to do that, so we'll back off or whatever. He got mad as fuck at me. I he you thinks I had to call and apologize to him. I'm like, not I am not calling and apologizing to shit for Lee Tucker. No, not even kind of. It was funny. Uh and when he hears his podcast, I mean he might be like Whatever. Well, yeah, but y'all he'll, was he'll picking on him by the damn house. <laughs> picking when on he orders, house. when he orders his food, you cannot go to a restaurant with him. No, when he orders his food, he orders uh, lunch and dinner at the same time. That's it. Right oh, that's his own goddamn fault. There, <laughs> that's his own fault. It's actually smart. He does not like the days that he doesn't have oh, anything to do in Nashville. He will sit in his chair. Very, he has very nice furniture too. I could sit in that goddamn chair all day too. He sits in this chair. He does not move. If there was a built-in shitter to that chair, Lee Tucker would not get up out that fucking chair. So when he calls like DoorDash because he won't take his ass down to anywhere in Nashville to get food, so he gets DoorDash everything. He orders dinner and lunch and breakfast all at the same time, and then he sets it by his chair. He don't Jesus. He, like I went into his house and like he still had Chipotle bowl, like a rice bowl sitting next to his chair. And I was like, Lee, what the fuck? And he was like, Oh, that's supposed to be dinner. I forgot about it, buddy. Like, <laughs> and it's whatever. Okay. 
Oh, a different level of comfort. Lee, Lee don't care. Not but he's either. also, if any of us called him right now, he's there for it. I mean, he, he will go above and beyond, help you in any way. What got- many times I've, I've, seen, I've seen him and met him. He's an amazing dude. I mean, he, he really is. I mean, that, he is. That's why everybody in Nashville talks so highly of him. Like, to hear somebody like Matt McCuney and all these people rave about Lee's songwriting – and, like, I think when Lee first got to town, I think he rubbed some people the wrong way, kind of, because he wasn't really right with nobody. Right. But, I, I, well, that's what I thought at the time. Now I think that he's just completely came out of his shell. Yeah. And, like, he's writing with Blue fucking Foley. Blue Foley has, like, three Grammys for Ashley McBride. And they're buddies. He's going to Denmark. Uh, is it is September? Is it September? Uh, I think he's, he's going to September. Denmark with all these people – for a songwriter's convention. Hell, he just came back from, uh, where was it that he was gone like two weeks ago? Uh, down at the beach or somewhere. You talking about the writer's retreat down in Florida? No, that no, was, he went no, to another went country. To another country. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, he hadn't done it yet. Shit, dude, he was gone somewhere a couple no, he, weeks he, ago. He went to Texas. He went to Texas here recently with Kristen Kelly and all them, and he went to the beach in Alabama. Not the beach in Alabama. He went to this lake in Alabama. I was like, he was floating down a river and oh, no, all that shit. That's when he was with Priscilla Block, who, by the way, is fucking... Priscilla's a... Ma- all right. I thought he was, that was when he went to the other country. I know he had talked oh, about it. Know. He's gone to that when he goes. He's, he's going to Italy or some damn where. You almost had it right. It is overseas. <laughs> He's going to Denmark. It Where is, the fuck is Denmark? I don't know. It's not in Italy. Um, he's going, but he's also going to Ireland. One That's the, what I meant. One Ireland. of the guys is going. <laughs> uh, my words. Charlie. <laughs> what did you fucking just say? You heard me. No, repeat it because I love them. I words. Italy. It was one Ireland. of them. I words. All right. Yeah. Just yeah. One. yeah, he could have been going to Iraq. Hell, That's how you know you're from Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I dodge one County education. The only I word you need to know is ISIS. Is you like you fucking real close there with that hair, my guy? Put a mask on. Like, that bitch ain't never wore a mask. I will never be masked. No, I'm saying you got to put that little hoodie thing on everywhere. Turban, turban, yeah. Cody. <laughs> Shit. Hell, I don't know how they work. Damn it. I'm not Iraqi. Oh my god. You're not Iraqi. Nope. Did you just say I'm not Iraqi? Yeah. I ain't Iranian either. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> These colors don't run, boy. <laughs> I'm red, white, and blue. I mean, I basically am a terrorist to the U.S. government. So. Oh. Jesus. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> really? Told you. Basically. Here we go. No, no, no. no this goes this formally. Hey. Here we go. About fucking time, JD. Yeah, Thanks we're, for we're, we're going to prison now. The frogs are gay. It'll be all right. Did Alex you say the We'll only do 25 Alex to Jones, man. Oh, Alex Jones is fucking <laughs> out there. <laughs> Alex Jones, I can listen to him for about 10 minutes, but when, as soon as that bitch's blood pressure goes up, I, I know, turn I'm it I'm locked off. in, dude. I'm, I'm locked in. That is a show that I enjoy. And I'm like, how is this motherfucker worth all That old money? clip of him and Joe Rogan and, and Uncle Joey oh, Diaz, uh, it was probably early 2000s of them, and that shit was Well, great. it was uh, when the election happened last year. Alex Jones was on Rogan like, 
a week before the election? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. And Joe and him got into this fucking argument. He was pissed at Joe. Yeah. Like, he got into this fucking argument. And so the, they had had this whole build-up thing to where for the election – they were going to do a special to where Alex Jones and some more people was on there. Tim uh, Tim Kennedy was supposed yeah, to come. Yeah, and uh, and they was like, "Fuck that shit! You're not coming." Uh, I don't know. Like, I think him and Rogan really got in. Joe Rogan is not somebody that I'd want to fucking piss off. No, nope, no. I, that kick is hell, dude. Yeah, boy, I'm telling you, bet more than a kick. That's hell. my goddamn like idol in all of this because he's so fucking good. Right. He uh, he met Trump over the weekend. Did you yeah, talk when about he came that? To the fight? Yeah. yeah, he met Trump over the weekend. And I think you got to see, because he's always talked not very positively about Trump. And, but, he, I mean, he's been kind of negative. But during that election uh, podcast, you could tell which side he was on. Oh, yeah. But I just don't I, I don't, I don't know. He's got money. It's hard for me to believe if you're a liberal. Like, if you got a lot of money, you're a liberal. It's hard for me to believe. Like, you don't believe this shit. Like, you don't want, you don't want to give the government your money, you rich bitch. You're saying what you got to. So, you know, like Beyonce and like when Jay-Z and all them came out, it was like, oh, yeah, Biden this, Biden that. You want your money. Puppets. You owe them $10,000 now for saying their name. They suck my balls. <laughs> I don't care. If Jay-Z and Beyonce is listening to this, I'll give them $10,000 because I'm going to blow the fuck up. <laughs> We're going to be wearing Rockaway up in this bitch. Janitor. Yeah. Well, fuck, I'm supposed to go to that thing tomorrow and actually be around somebody that's worth what they're fucking worth. And if they're playing I'm worth what I'm worth. Bitch, you Not don't much. even know where Iraq is. <laughs> I don't. You don't? Let, let, me, let me help you here. It's the Middle East. All you got to ever do is say the Middle East. It's over there. It just covers up. It's far away from here. That's all he cares about. Hey, yeah. I'm not going there, so. You're like one more comment away from writing a Toby Keith song. Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, we can make it happen. Dude, you about there, dude. Nah, well, like, Toby, if you listen to this, yet. love what you do. What? We got to go to war before he can Bitch, write Bitch, we're at war. When have we not been at war? Alright, Cody, hold on. This is fun. You, you like to listen to what I fuck with people and say. Listen to this. I don't care. What, what year was 9 11? Come on now. You're fucking with me. One. Yeah, you got it right. You got it. You got it right. We've been at war since what? 2002? 2003? It, what? It, I mean. You get close to your like, microphone, dumbass. I mean, like, pure out. War. What do you think? They started goddamn doing playtime? You're talking about a civil war. You think you should yeah, build I mean, sandcastles? Like, like, yeah. <laughs> no. Hell That's no. Not like war within the United States. <laughs> Is that what you worried about? What the fuck what? are you? Oh, what are you oh, talking yeah, here about? Here we go. Well, I mean, I, I'm worried about oh, war yeah. within the United States because the um, it's coming to a real point in time to where. Um, <laughs> here we go. Agenda 30 and the New World Order is coming around, oh, and uh, they're going to be coming door to door asking for vaccinations. And the South ain't going for that shit, so we're going to start blasting. Like, anyways, we start blasting. Hell yeah, brother. That's how, that's how it's going to go down, another civil war and the, within the United States. Well, I heard your comments before the show, so if it's another civil war, I know it's not your own. <laughs> I'm with South. <laughs> I'm just playing. That is playing. This is a joke. Nobody. He's not racist. He hates everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. No, you're, you're good, Grandmaster. Hey, you gonna drink that? Yeah, I've been holding it for like you, fucking forever. 
45 minutes ago. You get close. If you're going to talk shit, I'm talk shit you. to your microphone. No, I'm not talking to you. The bitch, they can hear, they, they hear this in the background right He's now. been holding the shot for about 45 minutes. I wasn't, I wasn't in a rush. Oh, uh, it's hot. We now. can tell. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to be professional. Uh, when have you ever tried to be professional? Shut. This is the, the wrong up. episode to be professional. Yeah, you're right. You know what we should have done? Yeah. We should have made it cool with everybody's wives. And the Lizard King. Well, my wife, <laughs> my wife dropped uh, me off, so well, you're I know right, my wife's cool. We should have been like, hey, look, you remember how, like, what are they, Some who else, anybody else in here watch South Park besides me? Oh, yeah. Okay. Too. What yeah. was the episode where they locked the Crips and the Bloods in the gym? Uh, what's it called? Is it just called a lock-in? Um, uh, when maybe. Lo- it's something like that. That's what we should have told our wi- y'all's wives, that we're going to lock the doors. And we're going to do a podcast. I don't know when we're going to do it, but we're going to drink a lot first and then do it. Let me tell you, when J.D. gets fucked up, oh, my wife would you it. ought to hear him and Lee Tucker go back and forth. <laughs> it is the best shit. Because I can't ever tell where he's starting to convince Lee of something. <laughs> and Lee's just fucking with him. It's wonderful. <laughs> Lee will be like, so explain why there's reptile people. and uh, Or whatever the fuck you call it. What do they call it, lizard people? The reptilians. There you go. What? No, I promise she is good. Um, Alien species. That, tell, tell them how you know that's real. Well, uh, <laughs> in the Bible, they're they're called the Nephilim, to where they can. They were they were fallen angels back in the Bible called the Nephilim, and they fell from righteousness and where it created them evil, and they mated with humans on Earth, and. Um, I don't know if that's like the credible fucking story to it, but you all cre- I know is that they're fucking. Did you say credible or incredible? No, yeah, they're credible. I mean, there there's many, there's too much to explain I on this the podcast nef- of information the, that the I have was consumed. Just like giants. Well, yeah, they they were giants, but. So what are the, the, the shrink? <laughs> that's a that's a good question. But none of your questions are good. <laughs> or statements. I can't really explain to y'all in a nutshell of, of how I fully believe in this theory. But just know that I do. And it's something that I will stand by till the day that I die. You just have to and hear Alex Jones. You just have to. Yeah, I mean, you have to get Alex. Alex Jones, I mean, he's crazy. You but need to get a little spit he has, on you. He has, he has a lot of truth to him. So. At what age did you start doing drugs? Twelve. <laughs> that sounds fucking about right. Oh, shit. <laughs> Twelve And he ain't old. put the shrooms down since. I want to do them. I've never done them. I, me either. I do not do them. Uh, the only reason no, I want do to do them. No. The only reason I want to do them is uh, I literally take so much shit that Joe Rogan says to heart. <laughs> no, with you him don't need to do them. Uh, with him microdosing. I want to do it. I want to see what happens. But I'm scared shitless because I know how it's fucked not up my a head micro is. dose when you do shrooms. Okay, you okay. can micro. There definitely when you is. Do shrooms. You gotta do real small. Yeah, you gotta do real small. You just <laughs> pick real small mushrooms. No. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's, that's how it works. That's not, how, that's, that's, that's that's not scientifically proven. If you want to go shit. somewhere, do DMT. That's what he. That's what they micro dose with. But it, you can like that's actually like the chemical though. No, right? you do not. I it's mean, you don't really microdose with DMT. It's producing the brain, but you can also get it from um, a, a root, the bark of a root, and you can make it yourself. 
but you'll like travel dimensions and you'll go talk to spirit guides and fucking talk to evil spirits and positive spirits. It also that's, comes that's from no the perspiration off of a certain type of frog that you can find in the desert as well. Mm-hmm. There's a chance in hell. I, I just know how fucked up I'm going to see everything. <laughs> No. Well, I can uh-uh. imagine that if you've never done a hallucinogenic like that and you just go straight to that, you're, Bro, you're probably well, not going to come back from whatever meso- planet you metaphysically die when you do DMT. Your soul, if you have a breakthrough what on DMT. What the fuck is metaphysically? Like you. Outer body. Like oh, you have okay. an outer body. Like your soul is lifted from your body and you go to another space in time slash dimension. Mm-hmm. And you talk with other species that you can't no, see. No, way in hell. There's no way in hell. good. Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. There's enough fucked up right. shit right here. I ain't going to another For dimension. For someone Fuck who's that. an advocate for mental health awareness, <laughs> I can't be helped. <laughs> all I can think about is I'm just going to fucking sit there and see myself killing myself the whole time. <laughs> and and I, I, just don't, I don't want to get locked in. No, I don't want to get locked in a that's room not, with that. That's not a dungeon you want to be in. Uh, but one thing, like I had like really looked into, and it is like HBO just did a special on it. Is ayahuasca how it like repairs your brain? So like, there's a lot of people that have had really bad concussions, PTSD, and all this stuff now. Like they're like it's an old Indian fucking drug or whatever. It's ayahuasca. It's like reprogramming brain. It's the only thing they've ever found that can take back the damage of a concussion. Yes. So it's like there's got to be something good to it, then. Right. I feel like I mean, there's you some look at everything that it, I would sure. say anything that's that's a natural remedy. They've used it for how long? And then we had all the new big farm come around, and here we are taking pills for everything instead of actually trying to find a natural remedy. The for only pills that big farmers keep making is Adderall. <laughs> Adderall and Adipix. Outside of that, don't take nothing. Oh no. Your brain you is doing? the most powerful source in this planet. Uh, you can literally chew yourself if you believe. Okay, I got, I got, I got you. But you literally licked my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, Cody, Cody has Cody, Cody had back surgery this You're week lying. or last week, and he's like he's recovering from it. He's got like a whole goddamn computer, like a whole Dale desktop took out of his back, and. <laughs> It literally, it looked I like really a fucking did. Dale desktop. <laughs> no, was, I like no shit. Uh, on Thursday, they took. I thought JD was getting up to look at his back. They took out yeah, I, maybe. No, they well, took he, out like all these damn wires and connections and all kinds. Of, I was hooked up to a remote. I had a remote in my pocket, controlling the shit in my back. No, sir. Yeah. What? I don't know. That, that was, he sent me pictures. That was yesterday. Was they took it out yesterday. That sounds like a test dummy of exactly. all the wires and all that. What like was the purpose robot of all shit. that? What was your, what was your Spinal cord stimulation. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I okay, stimulated, okay. baby. See, my, my buddy and slash You touched my goddamn ear like that again with your tongue. You're going <laughs> to stimulate had something like that done. And she didn't. She had the remote stimulation, but it wasn't in her back. Like, it was a, bra- a back brace that had it built in. Oh, no. It wasn't like that. They ran cords up my spine, and like with a scope or something like just yeah, real small, I mean, like... yeah, it the one I just had was real small, right? And they it was two holes. They ran. Did they the, they had to stitch it up? No, not on, not on the trial. Right. That this was just a trial to see if it works or not. Right. If if it worked, then. Take your ass back in a can. 
I'll go for surgery. God, them bottles are mine. I'll go for <laughs> surgery in a couple of weeks. Or I don't like a month drinking out of cans so. when I got bottles. I don't blame Love you. you, JD. When they do surgery, they'll actually have to cut open. Yeah, yeah, and of course. I just I they'll, was asking because, put, like, when I'd had my knee surgery, I had, I had a torn meniscus. I had the same thing. <laughs> when I did that, I had regular stitches. And then a couple yeah. of years later, I had a labrum on my shoulder tear, and they repaired that with the same way with the scope. Yep. And they had the, the, the stitches that, like, dissolved, but you don't have to get taken yeah. out. I thought that yeah. was the coolest thing. Uh, we, I did that same thing. I had two meniscus surgeries. Yeah. I had, I, yeah. I had yeah. a shoulder surgery. I had a metal rod sticking out. You remember that? Yeah, I remember I had a metal rod. That was, that was at, uh your nanny's uh, funeral when I did that. You did it's true. And I, I came that. to her with a broken arm, and I didn't even know yet. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the hospital that night. What wigs me out about like the synapses and all the cords running up to you? There's this thing right now that Elon Musk <laughs> is trying to do, and it freaks me the fuck out. But it makes sense. It's where he's wanting people to get like hardwired, like he, oh, yeah. it, it like to where it's it's insane. But it, he's trying to develop to where we can communicate with each other without fucking talking and all this other stuff. Like you're a built-in phone. Well, one day, what, it, it, yeah, like what, fuck at, that shit. At work all week, everybody walked up to me and stood beside me to see if they could get better phone service. I'm like, you work with people just as smart as you. I'm like, that dude, it's not going to work that way. And then I was like, well, I'm getting this implant. And they was like, oh, you're going to be great for on service then. I'm like, <laughs> getting that 5G. It has nothing to do with your phone service. <laughs> <I feel like. laughs> hey, this is what's building y'all's government airplanes, so. I don't get on goddamn airplanes because of this. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. You think I'm scared of airplanes? You can't get me to go to a carnival. Because I, know, I see the people that put together the rides at the carnival, and there's not a fucking chance. <laughs> Did you guys, y'all see the recent? There is oh. not a fucking chance. It's oh, not that I'm scared. Yeah. It is not that, that I'm scared. That yeah, you seen the recent video that's going around where there's the one that spins around and all this that other shit. And by the time it starts going back and forth, and all the people in the crowd catch it before it falls over, like they try to stop yeah. it from flipping over. Fuck that. You just know a meth head's running that, too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The Perry Fair has convinced me that if you work <laughs> at a carnival, you don't have a fucking tooth in your head. Oh, like, no. You don't have to fill out an application whatsoever to work at it. Like, it's like, hey, you, uh, you like crack or meth? Okay. Depending on your answer, that's what ride you're going to be on. Like, no. Fuck that. Those people are the worst-looking people ever. And they, smell, they all smell like cabbage. Every carnival worker I've ever got close to smells like cabbage. Why do you get close to them? Uh, because you have to give them tickets. Fuck that. Well, you I don't, don't give them tickets. Well, no, I don't. My I'm not getting on the ride. I'm not getting on the ride. I don't give them shit. My daughter's <laughs> 10 now. Like, and I'll be like, tell Gracie, like, Gracie, look at the people put this shit together. Gracie's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Okay, she needs to, she, y'all, we need to go together then, because her and Peyton would be great. Because that means me and... Did they take out some of your drinking ability with your spinal cord? Yes. I can tell. I told you. You're you're good over there, Slurry. (laughs) What? Why are you covering the fucking mic up? Do you think just because you put your hand on the end of this mic that the surrounding (laughs) isn't going to pick up the audio? They're still going to hear you do it. The other seven mics aren't going to hear you. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Fucking idiot. (laughs) Good. 
good. You know, you know what we have to do. We're about to end this one anyway. What? But you know what we have to do? We have to get hammered, and we have to get daddy. We gotta get Donnie. We're me, gonna stop by the house. We are not stopping by his fucking house. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> no. No, because bitch, I'm not gonna tell him that your back's fucked up. He's gonna pick you up, and it's gonna be cute. That's okay. No, it's not. You just had back surgery. I will have. I got another surgery coming up. So. See? Yes. Well, we ain't having it tonight, bitch. <laughs> well, that's fine. I hate it. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're done because this is just gonna. This nothing's gonna make sense real soon. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck we went from reptilians <laughs> to fuck Cody's back and my dad. And I don't know. This is a weird one. If you could cut out probably the first thirty minutes of this show because it kind of started off slow, it progressed very well. It is a very good time. No, the first 30 minutes was him playing. Oh, no, besides for him. Oh, yeah. I know. Good job. Put, say hi get to There's close lizard to the people, and we don't like our acts. I go pick up my new single. <laughs> you real, <laughs> you're one of the ones that critique the show. You're like, I couldn't hear them. I don't know why. I no. I can hear them one minute. I couldn't no. hear them. You no, know why? Because no, 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 no. they do the same stupid shit <laughs> no. you're doing right now. You're talking to somebody show, across the goddamn table. Nothing. But you're like, you're like, that's not. There was one show I couldn't hear nothing, and you said you had it messed up. That's a couple of ones. It depends <laughs> how drunk I get. Exactly. That poor girl, she's going to listen to this, and I'll get a fucking text message. She cussed me the fuck out. The, the page girl, the one that's made like $1.3 million on OnlyFans in a year that was here doing the show, for some reason, Jesus. her fucking mic, wow. her mic was fucking turned all the way up. I guess it was a bad cord. Didn't know it was a fucking bad cord. She got big mad like as big as her titties man yeah i got the big i, I got the bad uh mic no you didn't you stupid asses won't you you got a fucking very expensive brand new mic it's broke you're broke <laughs> bitch <laughs> it's broke space kind of says it it's unplugged god damn i'm finna unplug you anyway uh i'm done with this tell everybody the song once again this was about you tonight uh anyway so tell yeah. everybody Oh, whiskey over wine. Like I said, uh, we're having a little trouble with uh, Apple Music, but it'll be there soon, I'm sure. It's so, on. It is on. Yeah, I've I've already downloaded it on Apple Music. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I couldn't find. You it were earlier. looking up the the bisexual fella. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So YouTube, oh, back YouTube's a whole other story. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, that was YouTube. Oh my bad. I put out my first music video to my first single. It ain't tonight. And went perfectly fine. Went on my profile just fine with with uh, my distribution company, District Kid. And then um, I put out my second single, Time, and it went to, I believe, Andrew McMahon, who is a bisexual artist. It went on his profile. Why can't he just be an artist? Because there's... There's a difference when I'm putting out a song that's 100% country <laughs> and me doing it. He was, he was right, not hey, 100% Do your country. thing, dude. Do your thing. But like, Apparently I, you can't suck I don't dick want my song, songs. I don't want my song to jump song. on his stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure he doesn't want my song I on his stuff. I think he wants you to jump on his stuff. That might be possible. But now it is possible? It might be. So, I don't know the guy. So it sounds like there's been a conversation between two of them. Yeah. Not yet, <laughs> so but we can not there's yet. a chance. <laughs> so what you're saying, there's a chance. It's 
sixty percent of the time. We're by, the way, by the way, we love the fucking Alphabet Mafia Rainbow community. Where the fuck you guys are going by today? You fucking whatever you guys are. I love you. Yeah, like, but I'm every, everything I'm I posted on YouTube was going to his profile, so I'm still trying to get that fixed. I just kind of turned it off. I to thought you it. told me earlier that that was happening on Apple. No, no, no. That and was I YouTube. thought it was so funny. <laughs> that was on Apple would be ten times worse. Because I was like, oh shit, I'm yeah. having this guy like hanging out with me all day, you know, talking about how cool he is. And then like I'd posted something where they're like, oh, he's a man child, or whatever, he's a grown ass man child. And then I was thinking to myself, oh shit. I'm telling everybody to go look him up and he's going to go to this bisexual fellow's <laughs> page. And, and they're like, oh, Josh is getting banged later. Like, <laughs> like that's what I was like. Everybody's that was confused. Like, like, I, like I hate for somebody to look up my song and then listen to it on that guy's profile. What was profile. the name of that fucking song that was so big? Uh, to, you ever watch Tosh.0? Yeah. It used to be funny. I haven't watched out. it for Yeah. But there was a song that was like super fucking famous on YouTube and stuff. And it was like, what, what? In the butt. Oh, what, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, in yeah, the butt. Yeah. I want to do it in the butt. Where? In my butt? In my butt. Like, I was just like hoping and praying that if when they went to look up this bisexual fella, <laughs> they're like, he had a song like that. <laughs> like, like that was what I was hoping for. Like y'all go check out David McMahon. Like, I didn't realize at first. I thought I was just another guy with the same last name. And so uh, whenever I realized that my stuff was going on his profile, I clicked on. I think he only had like two songs, maybe only one. And I clicked on it, and started listening to only it. So many ways you and can I was write like, about okay, he's a, he's a, he's like that 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 Hosier kind of Sam Smith kind of vibe. Okay, okay. And then I start listening to the lyrics, and I'm like, oh. Oh, this is where my songs are going. <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute. Let me minute. get on this kid real quick and tell them this is hey, wrong profile. Wrong profile. Google, what's YouTube's eight hundred number? <laughs> There's no way customer support. That would be my luck. I'm telling you, I've looked up the other Josh Terry's in this world. I'm glad that nobody else is like, I'm going to fuck my So if a record label's listening or a publisher, somebody help me so this don't happen again, (laughs) please. He does not want to be confused with the bisexual (laughs) community. Regardless, it could have went to to Elijah Borders or somebody. I'd have been like, hey, hey, we're still talking about the bisexual community. It's you over. set it up on a fucking tee. <laughs> fucking skeet shooting with buckshot, baby. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, my God. If those who don't know, we we know Elijah Borders. <laughs> Love you, <laughs> Borders. <laughs> All you got to do is see his outfits, and you're like, oh, yeah. You'll take one into pooper. <laughs> <laughs> We're just playing Borders. Oh, God. Uh, no, yeah, they may be. I'm not. They're right. Avery said, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> If you really want to, um, he does put on a good show. I enjoyed very much watching y'all that night at the Blue Room. That was a that was a fun one. Borders, if you're listening, you, you need to write with me. If you're listening, for sure, we need we need to write one. I bet you want him to write with you now. <laughs> he ain't gonna write with G. I ain't got a last name for no reason, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! All right. Well, anyway. Uh, McMahon Whiskey over wine Y'all can check it out Just not on YouTube Thank you Avery <laughs> Thank you for coming Yeah Fuck you <laughs> Don't bring it back to it 
There's so many so like, easy. there's so many fucking bar jokes I'm over here thinking of right now. Canceled. Yeah, exactly. I got to I love the gays. So it's okay. Like they love me. That's what matters. I'm fine. They know that I'm just playing. We got the our only ass ones, by some the only ones that in golf. Did we? Bad. First off, like these lesbians that we played in golf today. Let me tell you, that one girl Hot. was crushing like 200 oh. yards with a six iron. Like, it Holy was nothing. Holy shit. Like, I mean, she just crushing. crushing the ball. So, this is what happened. Like, hole number, what, three or four? Like, we'd already caught up to them a couple times. And we are like, oh, they suck. I was like, I was like, they suck. Tell them, tell them how, how we initiated it. Uh, the reason it was... why you went down there, because your ball was down there, and then later finding out what, why your ball actually okay. ended up down okay. there. Okay, so I fucking, like, on hole number three, I hit a monster drive. I mean, he bombed it. Like, I'm fucking, like, 300 plus. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I'm walking, like, up to get the ball and just act like King Dick, because this is like a Tiger's Woods, like, drive. This bitch is down there. We'll get there, and uh, everything goes. We played a hole. Well, the next, either the next hole or the following hole. It was hole, a couple holes down. We caught up to them. And uh, anyway, like, they were going real slow. I was just like, hey, y'all got two. We've got two. Let's just scramble. You know, there's people behind us. It'll make it just go by quicker. And uh, they were like, hey, are you the guy that hit that fucking house a while ago on hole number three? And I was like, I hit a goddamn house. I fucking bombed that ball. And it was like, no. Like, you knocked the fuck out of the ball, but it hit the side of their house and bounced back into the fairway. It bounced off a fucking, like, $300,000 home (laughs) off the side of their house. And then it kicked back 50 yards into the fairway. (laughs) Like, the... Where the ball ended up and where the house was, it should not have happened. A couple holes later, dude, we got holes all to or houses all to the left of us, right? And he just yeets another one, but it slices. Oh, so hard! I probably lose it while it's going in between two houses. So God knows where it actually landed. The the drunker I got while playing. The nicer the houses got, (laughs) and the worse my shot got. So, like, the fucking houses were fat, and I'm clearly not it. Like, I should have quit hitting my driver. I should have took out my three wood, or I should have done something else. But, like, I was literally knocking on people's bedroom windows by the time we got done. Like, it was... It was rough. I'm, I'm joking on rough. his drives, but the reason I'm not joking on mine is because they didn't go over 100 yards. Well, so I didn't you have can't to worry about you, that. You can't, Shit happens. We can't talk about your drives because you. I you, didn't drive it. You didn't drive. <laughs> like, he did a little chip. Hey, I, yeah. My irons is where I do my work, man. Yeah. I'm weird. There. They're still not good. I mean, no. Sun shines on a dog's ass every yeah. once in a while, though. Well, it was cloudy as fuck today. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> That's alcohol. That, that was, that's the alcohol. That's alcohol. No, it was not, I was not drunk. <laughs> I had a buzz. But these lesbians, I saw them. I was like, I didn't know these lesbians. But I'm king lesbian. I'm a lesbian wedding come up. I can talk about all I want to with lesbians. I saw this girl. She had a fat ass. She's playing golf. I was like, that's Josh why not? Why? Let's, just, <laughs> let's just see what happens here. First off, she's at a country club playing golf. She's not interested in me anyway. Like, yeah, I cannot make you laugh so hard and you be that stuck up to where you get naked. And it ain't going to happen. That's not the way this game works for me. She looked like she went to Georgia Southern. It ain't going to pay me a goddamn bit of attention. Right. So, we get up to them and I say some awkward shit to them. And they're like, okay. First off, it was so weird. It was awkward. Because the first, I didn't know what to say. Because the first hole was par five. They had already, like, hit two shots ahead of us. But they let us catch up to them. 
It took me and Jackass right here way too many shots to catch up to them on a par five. Like, I bet when they, like, saw us hit our first two balls, they was like, what the fuck did we agree to? Like, I did not know we was going to play golf with a Special Olympics. Like, this is not okay. We're fixing to dip the fuck out. Like, but no, they, they, they were good sports. They were very sweet. But it all happened because, first hole, I saw this girl with uh, blue shorts as ass. And I was like, I don't want to just play by myself. Because I was playing by myself, even though Thanks. someone was participating. And uh, they was cool. So whoever they were today, I don't even remember their names. I don't either. I, don't I didn't think ask. I... One of them had a wedding ring on. So I was like, I'm not going to get too personal. Like, I'm just going to hit my ball. I'm going to make a couple smart-ass jokes and just be friendly. Well, I saw the way they were dressed whenever we actually rode up on them and asked them to scramble. And I was like, no, I'm not going to embarrass the shit out of myself. Because <laughs> the way they were dressed, I thought they can play golf. They, they can play bad. golf. They wasn't bad. And uh, the way I'm dressed, I might look like I can play golf, but I cannot. It does not take long to get rid of that perception. No, not at all. The one swing. Like, as soon as I pull oh, my club. No, I ain't got a swing. Pull, as soon as I pull my club out of the bag, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> it do fumbles that. it and throws it all over the damn place. We're like, yep. Yep. It, Special it, Ed's I, right I don't here. I It was pretty bad. He's all over the pitching wedge. Yeah, that dude <laughs> he, tells, he, tells, he tells me on the first hole. He's like, uh, so I played, in, I played in high school. Like, we went to state championship somewhere. I'm no, like, no, no. I played for one year, and I said that I played at the, at the region match okay. somewhere around here. Skip, and it was skip, a nice dare, course. How dare I? Sorry. Yeah. You can't give him credit so, where so, it's not so there. So I'm thinking when he says this, I'm like, I'm fixing to get skunked. Like I'm fin I'm bogey golf oh, this. No. I'm finna get fucked up. This was I shouldn't have done this. I'm also gonna start telling people I ran track in high school now. <laughs> I was Just on the golf this one team, time I ran away from motherfuckers. But I was on a single A public school golf team. That's uh, why I made reach. Uh, okay, <laughs> it's fucking showed. Yeah, there we go. It showed. But even still, I you think saw you saw a, a guy who played baseball for fourteen years and tried to play golf for two years. Play I, golf. That's what you saw. Well, anyway, uh, well, we're gonna leave it at that. It's an hour and a half. Uh, JD, thank you <laughs> for being the fucked up individual that I am. Yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I appreciate this. You thank you for not doing anything here. weird at the end of the show. Uh, Avery's <laughs> first show that you've done. Uh, I've, been, I've been waiting to get you on here. Uh, well, um, there'll be plenty more, I'm sure. Yeah, you're plenty. I, I like you being around. Um, and then you. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're in Cochrane. <laughs> you I sure? Know. Yeah. No, he doesn't. He does not know. He's cute. He's just as he... long as it's not one of my words, he's okay. Yeah. And my words get you. <laughs> Fuck you, Cody. <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. We'll catch y'all next time.